Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. I think I messed Is that supposed up. to be Mario? No, it's not. It, it is, is a that game. That's terrible. It, it is a video. It's not Mario. It, it is okay. a video game. No, Mario is totally different. It's a video game. Can can you name it? I'm definitely butchering the last part. It's uh, baseball. It's a oh, yeah. like NES, NES, like old school baseball. That game is actually pretty fun. Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Nothing I was gonna, I was gonna say like, oh, we're gonna date ourselves today by talking about oh, yeah. gaming consoles from our childhood, but. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody already knows how old we are, so uh, <laughs> yeah. that's not a thing anymore. So no. we can just talk freely about it. Was the NES your first console? Well, so it, well, it was. I don't know if we had like an Atari before that or something. I don't think we did. In mm. fact, in fact, the truth is I didn't have any gaming consoles for a long time. My exposure to NES was my brother's. My older brother had a friend who had an NES, and I would just watch him play Super Mario Brothers, which mm-hmm. was awesome. And uh, And then I don't know if I... I, many years later I had one or whatever, but baseball was, was like the original baseball on NES. There's only one way to describe this game. And it was a complete pile. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a pile of crap. It was like, not, it was, but I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it, if you're looking back and comparing it to like what we have now, sure. But like back then, but I'm not, I'm not like my, my point being this, okay. I'm going somewhere with this. My point being this is that like m- NES had a lot of great games, okay? And this is what we're talking about. I'm talking about NES today. We're talking about all different game mm-hmm. consoles, all different video games, things, how it's affected us and our culture and all that stuff. But you go back to NES, and NES was groundbreaking, in my opinion, on a lot of the different games uh, that, that they had. Baseball was one of the things where it was just like, boy, you phoned it in on this one, man. Like, mm-hmm. you would connect with the ball, and it would go out into the outfield, and they got the timing right in regards to that typically should be a double, but the outfielder would be moving so slow towards the ball, it would make you bonkers. <laughs> you know, you just you lose your mind. But I, I couldn't, uh, I still played it a lot, you yeah. know, because it was just part of, the, it was part of my childhood. Yeah, I had the NES as well. I think I got it when I was like eight or nine. Uh, and I had to share it with my sister because we both wanted it. Yeah. Um, but we had a console actually before that that I think maybe my maybe my parents bought before we were even born or something, or maybe for my sister because she's seven years older than me. It was the Magnavox Odyssey 2. And this thing was like, it had like a built-in keyboard on it. And like the cartridges had a handle on top. I remember that. So the cartridges had a handle and you'd slam it into the top of the thing. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, I just, I just, I don't remember a lot of games on it actually because it was, I was so young, but I remember like bowling. It had bowling and yeah. it was just so generic. It was kind of like, it was pretty much like Atari. Like yeah. it was similar to Atari, but it, I always thought it was fascinating. It had a keyboard built onto the console, which was kind of weird, but that was actually my first one. And then I got the Nintendo and of course it was off to the races with the Nintendo. Oh, I, I played, I played a lot of Nintendo oh, yeah. when I, between like eight and in 16 ish, I guess. Yeah. Do you, re- did you ever, do you remember what it was like? Okay. So Nintendo had the cartridges where you would slide it in uh, horizontally mm-hmm. and then you push down, it would click yeah. in. Yeah. And then every once in a while you push it down, you'd go to hit, there's only a two buttons on the console, right? It was like start and reset or whatever. I feel like, Power we, I feel like we should have brought props. We probably, <laughs> like I literally have one. Yeah, we should have, we should have, <laughs> I'll, yeah, we should have. 
but you would hit start, you'd hit power or there was a reset button. I don't remember, but mm -hmm. you'd hit power and then just nothing would happen. Right. It would no, but do you remember the, do you, I don't know. Do you remember the trick to get it to work? Yeah. You would want to, when you push it down, you want it to almost catch yes. on its way down. How did every kid know about yeah. this? This is, you understand this goes back before you and I knew each other. Yeah. Right. And there but, wasn't like wikis and internets no. that, that you could go no, to, dude. to figure it out. You just had to tinker just, with it until you're like, Oh, that's the sweet spot. Dude, don't push it in all the way. Wait, yeah. listen to what you just said. <laughs> there was no wiki. There was yeah. no proper internet. It didn't exist. But yeah. for some reason, you and I coming from complete, we knew there's so the, the, the cartridge itself was plastic and the, the board was obviously on the inside, obviously, but the plastic was put together and, and those types of, it was like two pieces of plastic on top of each other. Right. And in manufacturing, it was never perfect. That was what gave you the ability to catch anything. If it was solid, we wouldn't have been able to do this. But that seam, if you will, if you pull it out like a fraction of a millimeter and you push down and just like you said, it would catch the outside of the NES and then it would go and like yeah. kind of click in success rate. 1000 percent yeah it always worked yep and there was no wiki and there was no internet but we both did the same thing <laughs> i had the same thing happen because i i recently wanted to start collecting these retro consoles so i bought an nes that's like been you know refurbished or whatever and i went to play a game and it didn't work and i was like oh yeah the trick and i did the trick and it worked i was like this is still a thing yeah you know <laughs> like well I mean, it's, it's probably an original you know but like, I was like, wow, this like, it, it, it just all came back to me. Also blowing in it. Remember you would, yep. if, if you had a game that you didn't play a for a while, yes. you always wanted to blow the dust out just to make sure yeah. that it was going to be playable. Yeah. That was I always satisfying. I, I don't know why. I saw like a really funny meme, little like cartoon of that. Oh, you saw that. That basically, you know, I, I like to personify everything. Mm -hmm. And it was an old NES cartridge talking to a newer NES cartridge or a new game in the market or whatever. And the old NES cartridge like, yo. He's like, when they put you in, don't work. And then he's like, why? It's my job. He's like, just trust me. So, <laughs> so he doesn't work. And you see somebody pulling out and blow water. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was a little much, but it was amazing. Um, all right, so Super Mario Brothers. You remember that? Or was it just uh, Mario Brothers back then? Uh, well, I mean... Uh, no, uh, Super Mario the, It was Super Mario that, that kind of got popular. Just the actual Mario Brothers. I don't think a lot of people really cared for as much i don't remember just mario Bros. i don't remember ever playing it either but i, I it's got to be a I, i'm pretty sure it's a thing there's a well, game out there just called mario Bros. but i mean go back to original nes left to right flat screen right like mm -hmm. the, like go, and you're going through is was that super mario brothers or was that mario brothers S super mario brothers so then what's mario brothers i don't know i feel like it's it's, it's mario <laughs> inside of donkey kong i, 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 I i'm a, <laughs> I'm embarrassed that you brought this up because I feel like I should know that. But well, it's fine. We're, if we're wrong, we're wrong. But because it was the, it was usually you get the combination game, Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers. Duck Hunt was yeah. really, you got to say it. Yeah. You got to separate those. Yeah. Duck Hunt. In the right place. It was a anyway, really yeah. fun game. And because yeah. you had that game too with the gun and everything. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah, it was amazing. I was just baffled at how, how does this work? Yeah. Like it baffled me how yep. it worked. You know, like you, you, if you, I can't play it today because I don't have a CRT. Yeah. You, you had like literally it was taking, <sighs> excuse me, bless you. it was literally mm. taking the glare of the gun off of the, the screen. Yeah. And it doesn't work on today's televisions. Yeah. Apparently you have to buy a CRT in order to play it. That's crazy. Yeah. That is, that's insane. Cause I was like, I was, I was looking into getting the retro consoles again. I wanted to get back into them cause I just nostalgia Yeah, and I was going to get it. And I did a real little research. I'm like, Whoa, I actually have to buy a, it's uh, like a, its own TV yeah. <laughs> to play this game now if I want to do it. Yeah. It wasn't just that game. It had like, uh, what was it? Hogan's uh, Alley, I think, or Hooligan's Alley. 
Hooligans Alley, maybe, where you, it was another shooting game where it was like, you know, police training when they had the little things, they pop yes. up and don't, oh, shoot, I know the, what you're talking don't about. shoot the good guy, shoot the bad yes. guy type thing. They had a game like that. Was that a separate game or was it was that a like, separate game? Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like a thing inside Duck Hunt. No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> dude, I love Duck Hunt. And I used to play it all the time, dude. And like, in, in, and that dog would come out and hold up your kill. Yeah. Remember that, dude? And it would yeah. do that. And, and the sound effects and, and just it, the games just had an overwhelming amount of charm. Now, I, I don't know if you've heard this, and I'm, I, I almost want to get to the punchline that what I'm about to tell you is like not true. Um, so you know how in Mario, he, you know, he says, it's a me, Mario, mm-hmm. right? So there was like this big old like thing where uh, over time people thought that we've been misstating it this whole time that it's not it's a me, Mario, that it's actually it's to me. Which is like, which is actually Japanese, and it's, but it's not a Japanese real word. It's a surname for super. Mm. So it's like Super Mario. It's me, Mario. And I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. But I'm like, let me look a little bit more into that. And it's that's no, it's just <laughs> it's just like a, a an unbelievable coincidence. Have you ever yeah. heard that? No. Oh yeah, no, I've never heard that theory. Yeah, I was addicted to that game, dude. So when you played, were you a were you a, a warper or were you a straight through every level every? I know what you're talking bit. about. Um. I think I think I was I, I think I was straight through. I knew I mean I would warp sometimes for fun or whatever, but to me the fun was playing the game, right? right? But I will say this, I will say this. I know I'm just playing the game, but I am going to do the hack and I'm going to pop on that turtle shell over and over again so I can get as many free lives as possible. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know. Oh, you got to yeah. get it just right, man. And then he goes boing 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 and then you, and you hear that delicious one up sound yeah. it would just like go forever and you just rack up those i did do that uh but the warping no I, I like to play the game yeah every once in a while i would like there was one level that i just really struggled at i think it was the the bullets that, that oh fly. yeah uh and then it, it would just I would, i'd rage after a while and i'd just be like okay forget it i'm skipping that one so but yeah i liked i liked playing most of the levels do you remember like there's always these like easter egg things like if you if you hit the flagpole at the exact right time you get uh, fireworks show. Remember that? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, like I, I, I can't remember if it was six or seven. Like if if you jumped into the pole and the last, you, you have a clock running, right? Yeah. You're, you're timed on the levels, and if if the last digit of the clock is a seven, then you get six fireworks that go off. It's a three. You get like three, and so you'd have to like time your jump to do that. Like the, those well, those were always the fun that. things was finding like the Easter eggs. And then do you remember the trick where if you did lose your last life, you could hold select. Uh, as it went back to the menu and if you hit start after that it would pick back up on the main level that you ended on so you weren't completely screwed and had to start over again what yeah there was all sorts of little tricks and hacks that like you just had to learn because again it was like or maybe you know word of mouth you know you like schoolyard See, talks. that that one didn't make it to me oh man and we should have known crazy. each other in elementary school yeah. i could have hooked you up well i was gonna say like like People today, they don't un- they don't know the feels of what it was like to lose your game because yeah. there was no save. Exactly. You know what I mean? It was like you either win or you try again tomorrow from the beginning. Yeah. Zelda came out with uh, a save, a-, a cartridge that could save. Yeah. The, do you remember the gold yep. Zelda? Yep. It actually had a battery in it so that it could save your game. I didn't and know that. And after, after so amount of time, that battery would die and no longer could this thing be capable of saving your game. Oh but they were like, they were like ahead of their time when they figured out like so many people would rage because they played <laughs> for three hours and then they die and like you start over. Yeah. You, you start over. This isn't like today they have, they try to recreate that feel with like roguelikes, I guess. Right. But you collect stuff and you still have that stuff even though you start over. 
Uh, we played one like that, the the crab game. Remember that? Oh yes. Yeah, where yeah. we would start over, but we at least had some upgrades that we learned, yeah. we earned along the way. Not then. Yeah. Nope. You would start fresh. And let me tell you about an experience that I had with uh, uh, with playing Master Blaster. Did you ever play that game? I don't. Well, explain it to me. Master Blaster. Uh, you're you're a little dude, very little dude, and you have a car with a cannon on the front. And you can go in between driving your car and using your car to shoot stuff or getting out, being the little dude and explorer with your little pea shooters. And then you can go in the little portals and it's like a new a new map that you go into to collect better and bigger guns and power ups for your car and stuff like that. Uh, it's like you're in this alien world the whole time and you're trying to, you know, get to the main boss and each level mm, had, a, had a boss level. You would that. fight as the guy, usually not the car. But anyway, the game is the game is very difficult. It's that was the other thing. Like the games were super challenging. Yes, they and were very dude. unforgiving. So the game is very, very difficult. And I remember playing hours upon hours and I was getting good. I was finally getting really good at the game and I was progressing really well. And I was just on one of those marathon days. You know, <laughs> I, this is my I got up at I got up at seven in the morning with the mission in mind. I was going to beat the game today, even if I have to stay up till midnight playing nonstop. <laughs> so I was on a mission. You know me. You know how yeah. I get when I'm on a mission. Yep. I'm playing Master Blaster, hours upon hours go by. Next thing I know, it's like the afternoon, and I am there. Final boss coming up. I'm so excited. And my my dad says, you ready to go? And I look at him. With, to go where? Exactly. We'll go, dad, go where? <laughs> we got we to gotta go to the, the, the store, remember? We gotta go, we're going to go to the <clears> store. <throat> we're going to go out to dinner. We got this whole day planned. And I was like, nobody told me this. I have my day planned. I, I'm beating this game. I've been I've been practicing for this for months, you know. And he's like, "No, we gotta go. Like, we're gonna be late. Like, it, it was something like a movie or something. We're gonna be late, yeah. you know." And I'm like, "What? Do, what do you mean we're gonna be late? Nobody told me we're going anywhere." And I'm like, oh, "I can't pause this game, I just, I, Dad. It's the final boss. Let me just finish, like, finish this boss." And he's like, "Fine, whatever, right?" I am loving this story, dude. So I'm 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 there. I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm gonna beat the boss. I'm gonna beat the boss. This will take a couple minutes to beat the boss, and then I'll I'll jump in the car with with my dad, and we'll go. Everything will be fine. Walk into the boss level. All of a sudden, oh oh, power outage. You guys had a power outage. That's what I thought. Turns out my dad flipped the breaker. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't having it. I was not going to make him late for whatever it was that we were supposed to be going to. And uh, um, I am going to high five your dad so hard the next I time I see him. I was not happy about it. Here I am probably, you know, I, I was probably 10 years old, 11 years old. I don't even know. But like, oh. I was like so mad. I was like, you can't, I can't believe you would do that after I got to the final boss. Oh like that is so hard to do in this game. Power. Gone. Start over. Oh, man. I, you know, to this day, I haven't beat the game. I've never gotten over it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I would pay money. I would pay money to see your face in that moment. Oh, because I bet you it's very... Um, I bet you uh, you could see part of that in when you and I were doing, like, Skyblock on, on you know, for Minecraft... And you looked away, you were like reading chat, and then you fell out of the world, and you're all, what in the world happened? <laughs> what in the world just happened? And then you're like, you like were in denial, and you like cranked your head back, you're all, no, it was a funny <laughs> thing. I can imagine you being just like deadlocked on the screen and super yeah. focused, like this was all worth it, this, this was all about it, and then in your face, just be like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could see Oh, man. <laughs> It was rough. 
It was, it was rough, but you know what? You know, that's, that's a good lesson. I, suppose, I guess to, that's, uh, that's brutal, man. That's I, if, had I would have, had I known things were like that dire, you know, in my dad's mind for, for me to like be, be going, uh, I would have probably hit the start button, which would have paused the game and just left Oh yeah, everything maybe, on. Maybe there's a chance like, you can come like back. Like that's what and, yeah. you had to do back then was like just hit pause <laughs> and then hope it's still on when you come back. So, <laughs> instead of him saying, "Why don't you pause it?" He killed the power. To he the killed house. the power. That, not, didn't even just unplug your console. Did right. He killed the power yeah, that, to the house. That's that's what I would have expected is just to walk up and pull the power plug, but no, he went out to the breaker <laughs> and like the whole house just shut down. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa." So for a split second, I thought it was innocent. I yeah, thought, yeah, I thought yeah. because, you know, old house or whatever just happens. And then I found out it was him that actually did it to get me going. And I was like, I can't believe you did that. Uh, so wait, did you find out like that moment or like days? Oh, yeah. Ago? Like okay. I came out like, what happened? And he's like, he's like, I had to get you off that thing. We have to go. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it's like, Dad, you were probably in the worst mood all day oh, long. Man. Oh, man. Probably, yeah. That is a funny story, dude. Well, I tell you, I think of those games. So, uh, played up is another one like that. That's a modern game that mm -hmm. like like the crab one, where it's you know you don't get to save. Um, and then, but I, I look I look back now. You had mentioned that some of these games were challenging, and that they were right. I'm, yeah. I'm still I, I'm still kind of hooked on NES, even though there's like I don't know if you ever played in television and Atari and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Those my buddies had those. Those were fun. But NES had a game called spy hunter did you ever play that game yeah. oh dude that's a good one i can like that game i remember so you're you're a car and you've got i think you can you can shoot and you can drop oil uh or or you can drop smoke i don't know if there's any other weapons oh you i think you've got i think you even have like missiles yeah, because like sometimes the helicopters come yeah. in after you anyways you're being hunted and, and the villains are either this big uh, it was like a, it looked like a V, uh, like a, a black bug, like a black VW bug. It was bulletproof. So you couldn't shoot it. You could only slick them off the road. There was another one that was like a limousine that would pull up by you. And then a, a little hand would come out and try to shoot you. <laughs> so you could take them or you could knock them off the road. And I think there was a third car. I can't quite remember, but then there was the helicopter. There was also a boat aspect of it. Right. Anyways, my point being, I was destined to beat that game, dude, but there is no end. It doesn't end. Really? Yes, it doesn't. They just, they just like wrote some code in to oh, just make it harder and harder and harder and harder. Yes, like either that or there's I gotta just be didn't an end. I, that's what I would think. I refuse to believe there's not an end. So I decided one day, here's what I'm gonna do. There is a little hack you can do to where if you're if you do it just right, you can get off the road. Like if you got off the road and hit the the trees or got into the grass or whatever, you you blow up, right? But it, there's a little area that if you get off the road just right, you can get all the way off the road, go way deep into like the forest, and you can keep going, mm -hmm. and the and the game progresses. Well, I did that and I got there. I'm like, okay, I'm not touching this game. I'm just going to go forever. And you had to be kind of like <clears throat> cognizant because every once in a while it would go into a boat level. You had to pass the boat level and then do it again. Dude, I did it. I swear, man, there's there's no way that there's more to this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just kept going. I don't think that game's got an end. I, I should do some research, but it used to make me crazy because there's no mm -hmm. end to it. A game that did have, an, uh, did have an end and it was equally as infuriating was Marble Madness. Did you ever play that? I didn't. I know oh. I know you mentioned that as like one of your favorite games. Oh, I was like, dude. I don't remember ever playing it. So dude, Marble Madness, you're just literally a marble. Now here's what makes it so crazy. This is back old school NES controllers. So there's no throttle, there's no 360. Mm -hmm. There's it's a it's up, down, left, right. So if you want to go like up and to the left, you had to like 
push both of them yeah. up in that direction. There's no finesse. That's why in I used it. to have calluses on my thumbs. Yes, pushing so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was no really finesse the way the games, the controllers are today. Well, Marble Madness was kind of a 360 game to where your your marble could go all over, and you had to guide it through these like really precarious paths to mm-hmm. get to the end of whatever it was. And some of them were really really tough, and some of them like little like jumps or whatever. And some of them you'd be going, and you're like, I can't just go straight. You're not going to go up and then left. I got to go up and then I got to go diagonal, and I got to like swoop around this, and it was. It was hard, and it was one of those games where when you're you're done, you're done. If you want to, you got to start all, all over. And this game had an ending. I think I beat that game maybe three times because the last level was that difficult. Mm. And when you didn't pull it off, oh boy, there was just nothing. It was a miserable experience. There was nothing fun about that game. It was like so, like you're just so like like you're doing surgery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so important that I get this done. And when you finally beat it, you're like, I did it. And your life is just as empty as it was before. And then if you didn't, you were just upset. It was just the, the yeah. games back then, they were just not forgiving, but they were such a no. huge part of our lives. Yeah. I, I remember one of my favorites to play was Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh yes, dude. And, Good and, one. And that was like, I liked that game because it was a learning game. Like, okay, you <clears throat> literally are going to learn when he blinks his eye, that yeah. means he's going to do this and I have to do this. And then like, so, and then like, as you play it more and more, you start to just like get it figured out. Yep, yep. And by the end of it, you think you're like Neo in the matrix because yeah. you can see it coming yeah. before it comes yeah. and, and you know exactly what to do. Left, right, left, right, uppercut, star, uppercut. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you got it all just like figured out and then just to see him like go down and then the TKO. And then dude, that game was, I, I, that was one of those games that, that got me like, I, when I started doing this whole like console revival thing that I started a little bit ago, I, that was like one of the first games oh, I was like, so I'm good. buying that game. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm definitely getting that game. I got the Zelda gold. I got the super Mario. I didn't get the duck hunt. Cause I was, I'm not going to buy a TV, but yeah, which apparently you can buy on like eBay for like $5. These I'm days, sure you but. can. Yeah. Oh, that, so, uh, so yeah, Mike Tyson. remember it was, uh, so you had bald, bald bull would do something. I hated bald. Bull. Well, he was brutal. He was brutal. Yeah. But when you figured him out, you got him. There was another dude that was really large. Like they called him hippo. 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 Yeah. Is, that, is that his name? Hippo. Yeah. He would back up, back up, back up, and then he would charge you. And if you got that belly shot, you could knock him. Remember that? Dude? Yeah, it, yeah. If you get the belly shot, he's it, he's it was over. It was over. Yeah, but you your just timing had bang, to be bang, 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 bang until he goes down and he's too big to get back up. Yeah. So it was like that was always satisfying. But if you got hit, it was over for <sighs> you. It was like yeah, unforgiving. Those I are. I mean, we're talking about video games. We're just reminiscing right now. But there's something to be said about what that kind of instilled in us. I think yeah. as humans as well, like. Having to, yes, we there was probably rage moments where we probably, you know, wanted to break our controllers and, yeah. and TV screens and stuff. But <laughs> also that taught us to uh, get back up, you know, like when when we got to the final boss and power went out or I lost or and I had to start back over. It's like, OK, you get up, you dust yourself off and, and you, you're like, that's when you get gut checked. Are you going to just keep powering through until yeah. you accomplish whatever you set out to do? Or are you going to throw your hands up and give up? Yeah. And I think early on, that's when I knew I'm not a person that likes to give up on anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. most of the games <clears throat> that I bought, I would play until I beat. Yeah. And then I would put them aside. So I, I don't know. I, I just I never liked giving up on a game. It always just felt like I I was a quitter and, and I couldn't handle it. You know, I remember while well, beating games always kind of um, had a certain emptiness to it to me because when it was over, I'm like, well, now what? Because I was so into that game. So games that had I tend to I tended to kind of 
move away from games that had endings and more games that were about execution that you could just kind of, there mm-hmm. was no end. You could just keep getting better. Ice hockey being one of them. I don't know if you played ice hockey, but you basically have three people. I was, a, I was a blades of steel guy. Never got into ice hockey. I don't think I ever played blades of steel. Blades of steel was in my mind, 10 times better. Well, did, I never played. So I, I don't know, yeah. but you never played ice hockey. Uh, I think I played it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I played side by side. We, they used to have a thing where we could rent games. Yes. Blockbuster. Yep. Yep, you could rent wow, it. Wow, I miss Blockbuster. That's a whole other thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, you could go into Blockbuster and rent games. So I would I would rent games just to play them and see if I liked them before I bought them. That's That was like the whole point. Yeah. You know, if you really liked a game, then you can go buy it and have it forever. And uh, yeah, I'd use Blockbuster quite a bit. So I feel like I played, and I probably did play Marvel Madness. It was probably just on a on a two-day rental from Blockbuster. Yeah, and, probably. and because I played so many games, I just don't remember it. But once you started describing it, I was like, I kind of feel like I might have played that game. But yeah, I, I I played games just to like to beat them for the most part. Yeah. And then I was just like, check that one off my list, throw it in the shelf. Yeah, I didn't care too much about beating the I mean, I'd like to be. It wasn't like I disliked it. I liked beating games, but it wasn't about that. It was uh really about I liked the games that were more about the execution. And like with ice hockey, you had three players. One was big, one was m- medium, and one was thin. The big guy was strong and you couldn't knock him. Brawler. He was, yeah, he was so slow though. And the, and the little guy was exactly the opposite. He could zip about and he was super fast, but he, you'd touch him like, like a feather. He'd fall over. <laughs> uh, but you start to learn and you can control all three of them, you know, based on who you're who you pass to or who, whatever. Well, you do this. And if you start to learn their strengths and learn your patterns, you can become really dangerous in the game. And a buddy of mine, him and I would play and I would. And this is at a time when I actually did have an NES and he either didn't have an NES or he didn't have that game. I don't remember. I would win every single time, right? It was one of those, you remember that dynamic too, playing with friends. And there's always <laughs> that, like, it was yeah. either a certain game or a certain friend. They just couldn't be beat. Well, in this particular game, in this particular dynamic, I was one who was always winning. And you know what? To his credit, he was always a good sport about it. And uh, I remember this cracked me up because it was uh, such a testament to how these games had the capacity to consume us. It was like the next day we're at school. He's like, you want to hang out after school and play some ice hockey? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm totally done. He's like, awesome. He's like, he's like I've been practicing them all. Did you get the game? He's like, no, I've been practicing up here. <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, okay, man, let's play. And we played and I destroyed him. But it was like, it was just so funny because it was like, what that meant is that he'd been thinking about yeah. it a lot, you know? And I remember that too. I remember being away from the console and just thinking about, I want to get back to it. I want to, I just, games were just, oh, they were so, this yeah. is why the, why the book and the movie Ready Player One has such a mm. tie to people who are so big into these games yeah. and stuff. Yeah, uh, Ready Player One was so good. Yeah, that was a, yeah. That's another subject as well. But um, Ready Player One was one of the rare times I've read a book before I watched the movie. Yeah, and I got to tell you, like at first, and this typically happens, I think, when you read a book and then watch a movie. At first, I was like, "Come on, yeah, you yeah. left out the rush part, Dude, like you 100, idiots." One hundred percent of the time, it's always like, going to be the case. You yeah. left out the rush part. Yeah. Like I was so mad about that. And then I watched the movie more, and I'm like, "Okay," I, you start to appreciate the difference things for what they are. The book for what it is, and the movie yeah, for yeah. what it is. And That's the best see, way to do it. You can see how the the movie was inspired by the book, but not necessarily the representation of the book type of thing. Um, but yeah, that one, that one's uh, awesome. Like the Easter egg stuff. Remember the, the Easter egg where they find the hidden room and yes. take it to the end and stuff like that. Like, that's what I was talking about. Those were the things in those games. I don't know. And maybe it's because I've just been stuck in Minecraft and 
Rocket League, Phasmo, Among Us. Like, I don't have like a big genre of games that I play now. Mm. I don't see a lot of that stuff anymore. The Easter egg stuff yeah. happening. Maybe it's because, I mean, what a silly thing for me to say, because this can't possibly be it, but maybe there's something to it. Maybe it's because a lot of games now are either open source or there's some way to get access to the code and people just go find it. And the, the Easter, the, the Easter egg it, is gone. The, the, the Easter egg is the Hantu. You can see its breath when it's hunting, but there's no longer hidden Easter eggs because we have access to information. And That's there's correct. a wiki. And yeah, you could just, we yeah, just developers yeah. can just get in there and be like, yeah, I found it in the code. Whereas yeah. before those Easter eggs, there was so much, uh, there, there was something so special about them because they quite literally, it wasn't even part of the game. It was something you stumbled upon or something that you yeah. like, like you ready for this dude, the little trick with the cartridge, catch the plastic and tip it in. That's a form of an Easter egg. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, Oh, I, look what I've discovered. I tell my friend and now you tell your friend. And so this is like, you know, it's one of those things. And I'm trying to remember. So would you even consider I don't know if I'd consider it an Easter egg, but maybe Contra, right? Up, up, down, down, left, oh, right, yeah. left, right, A, B, A, B, start, or whatever it is. I think I may have just, I think I was it. And that would give you 30 lives. I don't know. Would you consider that an Easter egg or is that, is that yeah, I something? Think, yeah, I think that's an Easter egg. Yeah. Like, I think the hidden cheat codes are Easter eggs. Although, you know, I say that, okay, we don't have internet, couldn't look it up. They used to sell the magazines. They would have this info in them. That's a good Like, you would yeah. go and you would buy. This was a good source of that's like, that's a good uh, point, dude. I don't remember the name of the magazine, but. Uh, I and I can't even remember if it was a GameStop. Mm. We still have GameStop. I I don't remember if GameStop was open, but it was it was you would go into stores like that where they would sell consoles and video games solely, and they would have the the you know in this article we show you the hacks to Contra, and you go in there and they're like oh up up down down left right left right B A B A select start because I always had a friend in Contra. <laughs> oh select start yeah very good oh I was I I. Contra was one that I didn't care to play solo. Yeah. I love to play it with a friend. So much fun with So, a like, when I would do the cheat code, it was always select start because I always had a friend playing that game with me. Remember when one person would get a little ahead of the other person and if they <laughs> if they moved too fast, this person would be like, wait up for me! And yeah. it would move the screen that they'd fall. Like, dude, you can't do that, man! Yeah. <laughs> that team-building exercise right there. Yeah. Because it was one of the originals. <laughs> well, and I remember thinking, man, these guys are fit. Because it was like, the block in front of you is like a foot high. Why don't you step up? Why'd you have to do two front flips to get yeah. over that you can't yeah. there was no such thing as a like 10 hop feet up. in the air yeah front multiple yes, front flips dude. yeah whilst carrying a gun yeah. yeah no biggie it's such a cool <laughs> game and i'll tell you this this talk is doing something to me i'm realizing and i don't play games for fun anymore like i just mm -hmm. don't and i hate that I hate that. I games were but such a huge part of restate me. Restate that though a little bit, just so people don't get it twisted. That's fair. I you, you have, have I have fun you have fun playing while I'm games. playing it, but it's always yeah. It's either I'm I'm streaming or I'm making a video or whatever, which I'm not complaining. You're right. This is why I don't play games that I don't like. Mm -hmm. I'm still having fun while I'm doing it, but there's no such thing as like, hey, I, I have uh, a few hours off, and I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go play this by myself. I, it never happens. Mm -hmm. it, I, like. I kind of miss that. I miss I miss just playing a game for the sake of playing that game. But it's instead, it's always got to be. I something. played I played Phasmo solo off camera, one hundred percent off camera. That's incredible. For like an hour, and it was it was the greatest thing ever. It must have been so much fun. It was very scary. Yeah, yeah. I, I would play the asylum <laughs> level. Uh, there's a there's a see I'm so challenge based. There's a challenge, <laughs> right? You can get a trophy for it. This is what gets me, dude. Like anytime a game has like you can get some sort of badge of honor, yeah, I'm like all in and super just fixated on getting that badge. But I found out in Phasmo they have three trophies you can get, and uh, you know like bronze, silver, and gold. And 
if you play solo in the asylum, which is the big kind of yeah. really dark and and just awful, awful. Yeah, there's like blood and stuff <clears throat> everywhere. Not even it's, restricted. It's full blown map. You have to wow. play it in solo. No evidence. Full blown map. Get a picture of the ghost. It's like the hardest challenge ever. And then while you're in there, you're scared because you're solo, yeah. and you're also scared because this place makes random noises and stuff. And uh, so I started playing that. I tried to play it, and I'm fixated on getting that trophy. But I also realized that game is like we think we're getting good. We're nowhere close. No. We're nowhere close. Like we brag about how good we've been getting at Phasmophobia lately. And I played that, and in that specific mode, I was like, I don't know how anybody do- has done this. Because like, it's, what do you like? If so, there's no evidence, what do you? So hard. It's nothing but ghost traits. Yeah. that's it. You have to do it by ghost traits, and. And the ghost is 150% speed and you have no sprint. <laughs> what? Yeah, it is. It is like, it is. the, the Okay. So this is what I like about it. Like, That's ridiculous. So, yeah, when we talk about phasmophobia, we're like jumping from like the nineties now to we were like day, several but, decades in the future. But like phasmophobia, <laughs> if you guys don't, don't know, it's a, it's a game where you're literally like trying to discover what type of ghost is haunting a house and you have, you know, your typical ghost hunting equipment, EMF and, and UV and stuff like that and cameras to see dots and, and stuff. And we've been playing it for a very long time. We played it for like, we've been playing this for over two years uh, Boy, with, like, been with the Jits crew and stuff. And we have fun. Like it, it allows, it's a, it's a game where we're doing the ghost hunting, but we, we really leverage the fact that we just like to goof with each other. And so we never really focused on getting good at the game, <laughs> which I think some people, you know, which that's, I like, I like it. Yeah. Some yeah. people, they find that endearing because like when, sometimes when you get somebody that's a try hard at a game, they're not entertaining. They're just a try hard. And there's, there's a, there's a certain draw to that, right? Some people want to see somebody who's good at the game so they can learn to be good at the game themselves. But like for me, put like when I'm on camera, I'd rather be entertaining than good, you know? Yeah. And because you're making that sacrifice to be entertaining. Some people are just like, this guy sucks at the game. I don't want to see that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we decided like just a while, not, not too long ago, not too long ago. That, that we were going to, we were going to actually kind of focus and get good. We didn't want to lose our charm. So, no. And I think we're still having a lot of fun yeah, and goofing we, around. We still and, throw in like certain like little challenges that we come up with. To, Green to make comes sure. up with some pretty yeah. good ones, man. So we, yeah. we throw in like these things where like, you got to sabotage somebody while they're trying to figure this out. And like, we have fun with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we, we are getting t- a little try hard and we're like reading wikis and learning ghost traits and and all this stuff. And I started thinking like, oh, we're going to get so good at this game. It's going to get boring, which is sad to me because I love the game. I don't want to get bored of this game. Right. I want to I actually would love to play this game like forever yeah. if I didn't get bored of it. And so I was like, oh, crap, we're, we're starting to get really good at the game. It's going to get boring. And then I discovered like, you know, we we, we pulled, peeled the onion a little bit as we started to try to get good and learn that like, Oh, there's ghosts have traits. If you learn the traits, you can figure out the ghost without evidence. And so we started doing less evidence and we're getting good at that now. And then I tried this mode and I was like, Oh, we got a whole nother layer to peel back before we can consider ourselves professionals. And, uh, and so I got excited again. I was like, this is exciting. Just knowing there's another tier to the game. And that's something that, uh, I don't remember feeling as much replayability with like some of the older games. Hey, that's the difference. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Credit to the developers of Phasmophobia. Yeah. Like many current games, they're adding to it. They keep yeah. evolving it. We're back in the day when you, you bought couldn't. your cartridge. That was it. Yeah. That was your game. Imagine dude. releasing a game that had bugs in it. Like that's and it. it. And that's it. That's, that's the, your game. That's the game forever. Yeah. Like, like, Five decades from yeah. now, when people are buying this game as part of their little retro yeah. nostalgia trip, like I'm doing, your next uh, version of this game will be a different version, entirely different cartridge, and a different console. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's a whole there, new world. There was no patches yeah. to, to fix it. Imagine the pressure on the developers back yeah. then to get it right. Like their their QA teams, their their oh testers, they they had to be super diligent. Because to, you you're you're right. Because I mean, can you imagine being a game tester back in the day and them going to production on your word or the word of your team and then they discover you know and then a six-year-old within two weeks two weeks of its release discovers a bug yeah. and you're like how did i miss that yep. well doesn't matter it's out there now yep. it's it's there Too forever yeah. we manufactured eight million of those <laughs> right. whoops yeah whoopsie <laughs> so i'll tell you this though there was a big shift because you're right you kind of jumped into into faz which is fine but there's an aspect of phasmophobia uh that we didn't see for a long time and that's pov we didn't see that for a very long time right the, a point of view mm -hmm. and it was the first one i can remember and I, I don't know i could be wrong here but i feel like wolfenstein was the first and it's a computer game was the first one ever where it was like like pov yeah right and it was you're, you're you're looking what you see is looking out of the character's eyes out of the character's eyes yeah. and on top of that though it's also like 3d so there's a hallway i'm moving down the hallway and then i'm going to turn left and you go to turn left and it would just like you couldn't go diagonal it was just turn exactly left and move this way and turn exactly right and open mm -hmm. the door and then there's an enemy and kill you know kill that enemy or whatever and i remember thinking wolfenstein was just the greatest thing in the world and boy did POV or, or first person shooters, did they blow up after that? Mm -hmm. The Unreal Tournament. I mean, I'm, I am leaping here, but to go from Wolfenstein to Unreal Tournament, that was the game that you and I, yeah. this is now we're PC going to game. our college game, our college days. Yeah. That game was, I thought games were never going to get better than that it game. It was fun playing those games with you because at the time we lived in the same house and, and we were our computer, it was a computer game. So we yeah. each had our own computer, but in separate rooms. Yeah. And we would play on like the LAN, you know, over the network. And as as we were like facing each other, we'd kill each other or whatever. We'd be like, "You suck!" Yeah, yelling, yelling yeah, through yeah. Like the, over the wall, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember that, and I remember I was I was pretty dangerous in that game. But there was one map because there was all these different maps, and to this day, I'm never going to figure it out. I could do I could not only hold my own, but I could beat you often Morpheus. in every map. But there was one map called That's Right Morpheus. I don't know what it was about that map, dude. Yeah. I couldn't touch you. All I could do was get my head blown off. That was it. It didn't matter where where I was or how I was hiding or what I, I would I would I would go into the corner of a room where nobody could see me and then my head would get blown off. I'm like, what? How is he doing this? It would just make me bonkers, dude. Like, oh. I leave the house. He's on my computer looking for aimbot software <laughs> and stuff. Like, before, I didn't even know what an aimbot was back then. <laughs> but that was so maddening. And then, oh, dude, you talk about here's what I'm liking about this podcast is is the people listening who are familiar with a lot of the things that we're talking about, you talked about the magazine, we're talking about the trick on the NES, we're talking about all this stuff. <laughs> uh, I bet you they're going to be able to ba really, really identify this next part is when games evolved and we can talk about Battlefield and all the different first person shooter games, the creation of the aimbot I want to I want to punch in the face whoever yeah. created the aimbot and the people who used it. It was any, like, any ways to cheat in a in a game. Any way to, fair enough, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. But the aimbot was something special because not only were you cheating, you were crushing other people's journey. Yeah, that's the difference, right? Like they they came out with uh, the game genie. Do you remember that? Yeah, thing? I do. Remember it was that. like a little cheat cartridge you put your game cartridge into, and then you could choose how many like cheat unlocks you wanted to do. Yeah, and. And I got it, like I and oh, I did. Yeah, but that I, was just, but I got it, and I did not feel bad about. You were about playing using against people, dude. yeah, exactly, yeah. because I wasn't. I wasn't. 
playing. It was just because I got bored of a game and yeah. by getting the game genie and I could like tweak the game a little bit, yeah, it made the game it. feel new again. Yep. But I wasn't bringing anybody else down. I wasn't getting an advantage over anybody else. This was still solo games. Yeah. When you start cheating against other people, it's like like the aimbot. Okay, good. You got a 20 to nothing kill to death ratio. Well done. But did you? Because you, you actually lack the real skill to do Why that. Why did yourself. you even power up your computer? Yeah. What is the point of this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember that, dude. And in whenever you would see videos online of people who are using aimbots and the way it worked, how like their their crosshair would not be on the target. It would be about like a, a half an inch off, but the game the, would snap it into place. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing that being like, I don't understand how this is fun. Like, this is right. all your, like, is this. This is, are you just a jerk? Like you're just a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just ruining all the experience of all these people playing. You're not doing anything. How is this enjoyable for you? Right. It's so frustrating, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's like there, what kind of respect do you have for yourself at the end of that? Yeah. You know, Yeah. No. Like, like you're, that's, it's scary because like there's a mentality there the whole mentality of cheating to get ahead in life yeah, and you're doing it in a video game and it feels harmless. But what happens when that starts to spill into your, your schoolwork, you know, next thing you know, you're cheating or off, outright off papers yeah. or you're, yeah, yeah. You're stealing. I mean, it's snowball effect obviously, but the idea that like you could start to plant that, that kind of seed of character yeah. flaws that in a, in a thing such as a video game is just, it's not a great, not yeah. a great Avenue. And I, I hope anybody listening, if, I hope if you were one of those people that actually did use a name bot in the past, you've you've since matured and changed and, your uh, ways a little bit, and realized how stupid it was. And, yeah, and that yeah, because yeah. just realize like you might have like I don't I don't even know why you would feel accomplished by getting a twenty eight to nothing death kill death ratio, but but like you should if it was legit. But like understanding what it's like to be on the other side of that because we had that we played Battlefield two. Uh, like we were big into it. Like yeah. we were big into it to the point that like we got we got really really good. And we felt accomplished. Like we felt this like sense of accomplishment and pride yes, we did. when we logged in, like there was, we'd log into public servers and people would recognize our names and be like, uh Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, run, don't let these dudes in a chopper. Yeah. You know what blow I mean? Up the chopper, like, blow it up. And, and it just made us feel so good. Cause we, we had accomplished something through learning and skill. And then we would play around where it was like, I just got sniped out of nowhere. There's, there's definitely an aim bot and you could like look at the the menu and see all oh, this person just went 20 and oh there's no way yeah you know because we we were really good players and we never were able to do that you know well, well yeah you're right because i like what you just said there because it wasn't like if we died we're like oh somebody's cheating we you look at the stats and you're like yeah that's that's not yeah. a thing you know what i mean exactly. like you could just tell the stats the, the stats they do tell a story and is there a chance that they were that good? Of course there's that chance, but there's a much greater chance that it was an aimbot exactly. because those were far more prevalent than people of that level of skill. But that would put us in a bad mood. Like yeah. that, like we would be playing, having a good time. And then we'd, so we'd, we'd come across a cheater and immediately we'd yep. be like in a bad mood and be like, what is wrong with this person? Cause we couldn't understand their intent. Yep. Um, and so like, that's the other side of the thing is like, if, if I don't know if there's people out there right now that are listening that actually are like, currently playing a game and aimbotting uh, please, please, please stop you're actually yeah. affecting somebody on the other side of the yeah. screen yeah. you know <laughs> you're ruining their time by getting no satisfaction <laughs> yeah um so do you remember uh, I'm, i i am going back in time again i'm gonna go back to the nes because just in my and this is probably not a fair assessment but in my mind nes was the start of it all and and they just they did i mean i it could be argued really in television was or Atari was, I get it. I, I'm all for that, that argument. I really, really am. But in regards to 
breakout games and yeah. super creative, like very imaginative games. I just, my opinion is it started with Nintendo and I just, I haven't seen a platform match what Nintendo can do. I haven't seen a platform be as courageous as Nintendo in regards to pushing the envelope. Yeah. And you go back to it and think about the power glove. Do you remember the power glove? Mm -hmm. That thing sucked. But the idea the was brilliant. Was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The idea. I mean, I had one. I don't know if you had one, but the power glove. No, was I, I found out they sucked before I put money down on one. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. But so the, the, the premise of, now the commercials made it look great. But the premise of the power glove was it was quite literally a glove that you wore on your hand. And there was a controller on your arm that you could use to control stuff. But there were also sensors on the knuckles of it for certain commands, whether your hand was open or a fist or whatever. And then on the TV, you would put like this, uh, like a, like a, like a receiver, like a, mm -hmm. like a, the, it was like a right angle receiver you'd hang on your TV and that's what would pick up on the glove. Uh, it didn't work at all. I mean, it was really bad. Like you <laughs> want one of those ones that we were talking about testers, like yeah. who, who tested that out? Cause yeah. They, they should be fired. Yeah, well, I think, honestly, <laughs> if I I wish I could be a fly on the wall there because the the testers and the QA was probably like, all right, well, if you guys want my team's feedback, here it is. This thing is 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 garbage. This thing sucks. It's crap. But we're not horribly against it because nobody else is doing anything like this. So as of this moment, this is the best product in the world. Nobody's doing this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they were the they were they were really pushing the envelope. Now they did kind of push a, a crap product, but they were pushing the envelope to the point where I remember doing my glove. The, the sensors, the glue they used was garbage. The sensors started coming off my knuckles. Uh. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is terrible. Would you get too close to the TV and punch it? No, 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 no. I was just making a fist. <laughs> so when you make, so basically the glove was a, this uh, elastic glove. And then the sensors were these rubber, uh, these like rubber circuits that went on your fingers. So when you would bend, they'd have to go with your hand, right? Well, they're not, they don't have the elasticity of mm -hmm. elastic. And so you would do this and would kind of strain them. Over time, the glue would wear off and off it goes. But I remember like you do like punch out or something and you couldn't beat the first guy. Yeah. Because like punch it, punch him, punch him. Yeah. And, and it does not feel good to lose to Glass Joe. <laughs> it does not. Feel, the guy has the word glass in his name. I know. He's made of glass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, at least it boosted his confidence. And, <laughs> and there were other games too. Um, and then there was this other apparatus. Did you ever have Robbie the Robot? No. Do you even know what that is, dude? No. <laughs> so there was a game called something and it was like pipes or something i don't really know but your character had to what was it called your character had to like make it through these this uh menu donkey kong-esque in regards mm -hmm. to the levels up and down or whatever and there were these pipes and the pipes if the pipe moved up while you're going over it it would squish you right but if the pipe was already up you needed to go down so that you could go through right well you could do it like this like you could be in charge of the pipes and i'm in charge of the guy right like that's one way to do it and if we we're having a fight you could squish me and then we fight in real life but that wasn't <laughs> the premise of the game the premise of the game was to use robbie the robot and what that was was this is actually pretty cool dude Robbie the robot dude had this thing in front of him where you would put a top in it, like a, like a spinning top. It was a metal spinning top. And if you put it in it, it would charge it and it would just start spinning really, really fast. And then the robot, if you, if you pick the robot, you could pick up the top while it's still spinning because the handle was like separate from the casing. And then there were these two big a button and a B button and it wasn't flat buttons. They were parabolic. 
Okay, so you could put the top in it and it would just spin in there, but it would push the button down. The idea was that uh, as this character is going left to right, you're use, you're controlling the robot to pick up this top and do the pipe. And now it's time, okay, grab that and pick it up. It was to use a robot to be in the place of a person. <laughs> that was the premise of it. It was so difficult, and I hate to use this next word, so unfun that everybody just went back to the controller. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the premise was neat. The yeah. thing is, it, that thing was so short-lived that they discontinued it almost instantly. And I had one, and it's in a landfill somewhere. And That's has been, too bad. Yeah, if, it was, if it was in a box, you would oh, probably have a million dollars. Well, well not, not a million. but Well, I looked it up the other day. Like, uh, well, the other day. Okay, I looked it up about 10 years ago, and it was going for about $500. So with inflation, it'd be worth a million dollars. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. You're right, though. Like, like Nintendo definitely, uh, when, when I started getting in the idea that I was going to do like retro consoles, I actually ended up just focusing on Nintendo. So Good. getting a regular Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo. Never had it. You never had the Super Nintendo? Nope. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't either. I skipped the Super Nintendo because I, my I, neighbor had all it. All I did was skip generations. Had regular, didn't have Super. Got uh, the 64, didn't have the Cube. Got the Wii. Have they have it? And, oh, so and now I have the Switch. We did the same thing. Did you? We did the exact same thing. Yeah. I skipped every other two. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, so I, I hear a lot of people talk about the, how awesome the GameCube was. And I have like no knowledge of it because I never, I never played it. That's not one. But I did, I did the the Super Nintendo. My my neighbor had, so I would just go play over there. Yeah. Uh, and I think he had like uh, what was the the Fox game? Star Fox. Star Fox. In outer space. Mm -hmm. And that's is that the one? No, 007 came out Nintendo 64. That's Goldeneye, dude. Goldeneye. That's on my list, homie. Goldeneye, one of the best, one of the best Ooh, first person so shooters good. at the time. So good. I. I Bought that one as yes. well. I have the so I, I I now have all the consoles pretty much, nice. and so I bought that one too. So we're gonna have to do, get on a, a couch I, stream going. I want to and, so and bad some, right now. Some console games. We're together. gonna get Tango over here. Yeah, we're gonna do a couch stream, all old school games. That's, oh, dude, that'd be fun. I'm gonna yeah. text him. Yeah, text him right now. Let's get this scheduled. Um, but it. yeah, the, those were the games that I kind of like grew up on. You know, so. I want to get back to talking about accessories because Nintendo was one of the big ones, but uh, there was one that wasn't exclusive to Nintendo, and that was Guitar Hero. Guitar oh. Hero came out on, on most consoles, yeah, I, I believe. So um, that one, I had taken a, a break from gaming between like the time I turned like 16 to the time I like had a kid that was old enough to understand what video games was. So there's a big gap in there sure. where I basically just focused on on you know marriage and raising a family and and starting my career and just everything was about work and so I kind of gave up the fun part of my life and that was playing yeah. video games, um, but Guitar Hero when it came out uh, it was the game that actually brought me back into console gaming hmm. because I didn't have like any consoles for the sixteen to like twenty six like a good ten year span of my life I didn't play video games at all like at all you know. And so when Guitar Hero came out, we got Guitar Hero and we would play that as a family. And then I had a console and I started getting back into console games. But Guitar Hero was just amazing yeah. like, because we're musical, right? We're from, you know, we can at least get the rhythm and stuff. But, you know, it, this isn't like I don't have to go learn how to play a piano or anything like that. I wasn't that musical. I didn't learn how to read music right. other than rhythms. So that game made me feel like I could play a guitar, you know? So it was, it was fun. Yeah. And we would do it as a family. And it was one of those things where it was like, my kids were young enough that my wife and I, we could play. And then they would just be like dancing to the music and having a good time just watching us and stuff. And so yeah. we were able to play video games again. Uh, to this day, Guitar Heroes is one of my favorite things to play. Like I, I 
as they made more and more versions of it, I'd get it. And then Rock Band came out. I got the drum set yeah. for Rock Band. Yeah. And then I learned that I could hook up my my uh, V drums that are in my studio to Rock Band and actually play it. That's cool. Uh, and so, yeah, and I got to hook that back up now that I moved back into this office. But it's that, that kind of stuff is so much fun. I, I really like the idea of like having accessories and being able to do multiple things. You know, like Nintendo Wii nailed yeah. it. Nintendo Wii was just so fantastic they, they, with the was, remotes. That's what I mean about Nintendo, dude. That was like, let's see. Uh, that okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this cautiously. I was playing, so we got a Wii, and I was playing uh, Mario Kart, which is just I, the whole Mar Mario Kart genre. I just am in love with it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was playing Mario Kart, and I was playing against real people. And uh, you remember, we were at work when I told you this story this billion years ago. It's like right when the Wii came out. And uh, I was playing in there. I was playing against somebody who I believe was in Japan, and their car bumped into me, right? Because it's Mario Kart. They bumped into me. And when they bumped into me, my controller vibrated. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I went, whoa. And I realized somebody on the other side of the planet just physically affected my body. And my brain started dancing in regards <laughs> to what this could mean and mm -hmm. and without saying i'd like the audience to read between the lines but in <laughs> regards to what to, to what it is to touch somebody else i'm just going to say that much and it being on the other side of the planet i'm like this actually has the potential to have very very negative ramifications you know what i mean like the, because they're opening this is they're opening something else like a whole new industry could capitalize on this technology and take it away from just this fun playful space you know what I mean? I remember thinking that and I don't, I don't know if that's a thing or whatever. And hopefully I was just way off base, but I remember when that happened, I'm like, you did it again, Nintendo. You're ahead of yourself again. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just like, I just, you gotta, I'm very, very impressed with that company. Then, and, and that yeah. was, it was when that happened. And then with the, all the different um, control and they also swung and missed sometimes, right? They had a, they had a gun you put the controller in and it was just like, it was, it was like such overkill, yeah. you know, that was, that was one. It almost became problematic with the Wii because I have a closet. Yes, all the garbage. Full yes. of Wii accessories, yes. like baseball bats and yeah. tennis rackets yeah. and all stuff that's like super unnecessary yes. to play the sports game with. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then you had like the nunchuck, right? Yeah, it wasn't what did just that the remote. I you had to, what that did. Well, it was so that you could you could use both hands because typically you would have either the remote, you turn sideways and it'd be like a, oh, a, okay, okay, an okay. old school Nintendo controller, or you could attach a nunchuck and you'd have the joystick and you could do uh, multi arm movements as well yeah um and so yeah you'd have to have all this stuff then you, and then because you're moving your hand around with a controller you had to have the little protective case on it and the wristband oh on, yeah yeah so you didn't throw it into so the TV. videos of people throwing oh, it through their their tv the videos dude. of people throwing their controllers through the tv were yeah. awesome to watch <laughs> but um and, and then uh we we got like a health game where it's got a little thing you uh, step up on right did you, oh, you remember yeah. that um uh the was it the surfboard is that what they called it the Wii surfboard no it was just this it's a little step up board it's literally just a it's yeah just i know like it. raised off the ground and you step on it i thought it, I and thought it was, was called something maybe you can surf on it but like we well, got you, it for like you a, could snowboard on a, we got it. it for a health game so you like yeah. run on it and stuff you yeah. know and so we have that like i actually have two of those just sitting in my garage See, right i now threw mine away that i, I like, literally like almost trip over on yeah. my way to my like get it in the car every day for some reason, I haven't moved. See, it. I threw it away just... years ago. You know what I mean? Like, I'm something yeah. that if you don't use it in X amount of time. So, like, yeah, uh, it's it's really cool what they were doing, but it's like a lot of things can be easily overdone as well. Like, the, the foam baseball bat was definitely yeah. not worth 
the the, yeah. the ten dollars it was or whatever. But was tennis, like, tennis is fun. I didn't need the tennis racket, but just tennis in general was yeah. fun. Remember that? Yeah, I I think it was really cool. Like the the Wii the Wii was really smart because they realized like that there's you could get people moving and and really into the game. You know what I mean? Like you you could break a you break a sweat easily. You got playing, the right game and you like get that. In, yeah. I, I agree. Here's another. Here's that. Okay, okay. We're this is what I mean, dude. I'm so proud of Nintendo. Let's let's take that aspect there, getting physical, and let's just jump all the way to VR, right? So VR, VR gaming is another form of gaming. I, mean, I, I really like how we went like chronologically through time. <laughs> Pretty on Pretty much. So now we're in VR, and I am. I love love Beat Saber. And here's the thing: I remember my first introduction. My first introduction to Beat Saber was actually at a conference, a work conference I was at. And I, I was, uh, oh, it was, it was a big event. I was uh, do I was one of the people running this event, right? I was, and there was this big old room that was had in charge of all these different exhibits or whatever. Anyways, for some reason, we had somebody bring in Beat Saber, somebody meaning the company. Beat Saber, I, I don't think Beat Saber was on the market yet, right? It was like that new. Same thing with Rocket wow. League. I played Rocket League before you could even buy Rocket League, right? This is, this is a billion years ago. Lucky. Oh, dude, it was awful. Anyways, um, here we are, and they've got Beat Saber, and they have this like roped off area because you know you're in VR, and all the people at at the work are, are playing, and I want to give it a go too. Now, a second ago, you talked about Guitar Hero and how we had sort of an edge because we're drummers. Mm -hmm. I think we had a much bigger edge than you're thinking because that game it really is all about rhythm. It really yeah. has no musicality in it. Right. There's, I mean, you don't need to know music in order to be like, I know what note that is coming right. my way. You need to feel the rhythm. And I'm not saying if you're not a drummer, you can't play it. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I do think we had an edge. Same thing with Beat Saber. Okay. So I'm like, I I'm looking forward to play this game. So I start playing. I didn't even know you had to swing in the direction that the arrows were pointing. And so the person running it, this, this girl who was running it was like, no, you, she was like with the company. You know, you know, there's the arrow tells you which way I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So I'm doing that. Next thing I know, I'm doing very, very well. I'm attracting a teeny tiny little crowd of like, hey, Skiz is actually pretty good at this game, you know, and I'm having all this fun, blah, blah, blah. And they're keeping score. And of course, I beat everybody, but I just beat everybody in our company who was there. I crushed them. So now I'm strutting, dude. Strutting. <laughs> I'm strutting and I feel good. And I'm like, shh, get your joke. And I remember this, like the second highest score was like 37,000. I think I had like 80,000. So I feel cool. And I go up to my hotel room. Night's over. I go to my hotel room. And the next day, one of my colleagues is like, it's adorable that you thought you were good at that game. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I was like, one of my, one of my, I actually got like a perfect score. Like I got like, I hit every, no, I was probably on, you know, normal or easy. easy. <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, he's like that, that girl who was running the booth. He's like, what was your score? I'm all, it was like 80,000. He's all, dude, you got like 450,000. I'm all, What? <laughs> and I'm like, how do you get better than 100%? You know what I mean? And he's like, dude, there's so much more to that game. It's not just about hitting the blocks. It's not only that, but your score goes up based on exactly how your timing is, how centered in the block you are, mm -hmm. and get credit to the to the devs, the bigger your swings are because they want you physically involved. That's a, that's a, that's a piece yeah. of it. So it's like, I was like, oh, that game's got way more layers. So when you talk about getting physical, that you're right. The Wii started it. Get off the couch, man. This yeah. is more than, we call it couch games, but get up and get busy. In fact, I've played VR games where it actually says, if you're on the couch, you're doing it wrong. Like I'll get little <laughs> pop-ups, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Because they want you involved. You, I, yeah. you have to respect that. Yeah. It's so fun. We got to play Phasma in VR and it needs to be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Phasma developers, if you happen to be listening, make sure your <laughs> VR is good because we tried it and it wasn't.
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it could be me. I have more testing to do. It could be me. Oh, yeah. But I have my room set up for that. Yeah, I, I have VR. I couldn't get into it. I, I bought the VR set, and I, I had full-blown plans to use this space that we're sitting in to uh, play VR. I'm going to do VR streams, recordings, and stuff. And then I, I played a little bit of VR, and I just, like, I really couldn't get into it. I don't know why. I don't, I don't like being blinded to the outside world. That's a very. I don't like that. Fair. I feel uncomfortable. That's fair. Not not knowing what's happening around me. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like you ever like sit in a room with your back to the door. It feels a little uncomfortable. No, I don't. Exactly. I don't do that. When I go into restaurants, I, if I go out, I always put my back to the wall. I want to see where the entrances yep. are, the exits are. Yep. I don't know why I'm like that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, it's I that feeling feel that it. I get, yeah. and it's like really amplified with VR. And I know you can like you can set it to like, oh, if I tap my 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 head, it'll go to the cameras that are built in, and you can see around you yeah. if you do that. But it's like when it's not in that mode, I'm like, there's a little bit of like anxiety. In sure. Me that I just I don't I hate not knowing what's going on around me. But there's more. That I, this is another place I have to give it to the developers of. of the Oculus or what do I have? The Quest? I don't even know what I have, which one I have. But you draw that border, right? So you, you draw a border on the ground mm -hmm. and you're basically saying, this is the area that I'm going to play in. And it's kind of interesting because as you get closer to the border, not only does it let, does the border start to show, but it starts to become transparent. So if you move to the border, you'll actually see the real world. Now, it's not like it lifts up the, the panel. What it does is it can see your world and it reimposes it. Yeah. So you can actually move to the border. And, you, and so you, they kind of... I don't want to say the phrase they thought of everything, but they thought of everything when it comes down to it. As long as you make your border the right way, you don't want to make your border up to the wall. It's not going to work. But if you have a big enough space and you make a border on the inside, you got nothing to worry about. If you start to move towards the outside, it's going to reveal it for you. Now. Yeah. Can somebody come up and mess with you without, you knowing, of course, but in regards to the safe, cause you see it all <laughs> having a young kid in the house, you start swinging your arms and I yeah. just like, imagine, yeah, that's what I was gonna imagine say. they come running in and I <laughs> smack them in the face, you know, <laughs> knock out their teeth. Like I, I, I it makes me too nervous. Bro, I'm telling you, I should not laugh at this, but there's so many, there's so much footage out there of like, it's not like a, a kid playing a boxing game with the VR on. And then his little sister goes, <laughs> it's like, you feel bad. Like they're okay. So I feel like it's okay to laugh at it. And it shouldn't be funny, but there's something so funny about when people get clocked in those scenarios. And at the end, yeah, I, I feel two things. <laughs> laughter. 50% of me is laughter. And the other 50% of me is very upset with the parents. Like, what are you doing? Be aware. You know, it's, it, it, yeah. it, it's the same way. And I don't find this funny when there's somebody's doing like a pinata and they hit the candy out and all the kids come around and they get clocked by the mm -hmm. stupidest activity mankind's ever come up with. But I, but I'm with you. The, the technology's there. Every bit of technology's got a little bit of its ups and its downs or whatever. But I think I'm excited to see where VR goes because I don't see it slowing down. And I'm seeing a lot more games coming. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like I said, I, I, I hooked it up in Phasmophobia just because I wanted to test it out. And I've got more testing to do. And it got, I got really nauseous and which shocked me because I don't typically have that issue. So I think I one Dude, of the I was doing was like the roller coasters in VR, and I was fine. Okay, so, okay, okay, you ready for this? Remember I talked about I played, um, I, I think that you can develop the, the, like an immunity to it, but mm -hmm. I told you I played Rocket League like before it was even out. That was at the same, uh, a, a different convention, same one, I don't remember. Um, whatever the conference was, I don't remember. But in that same one, they had VR set up and it was roller coaster, okay? And they had, it, they had a, a booth, they had a VR set, and they had on the screen what the person was seeing, and I thought that was cool. And I left and I came back about 10 minutes later. They had a rope around it 
and a stool. And I'm like, what happened? They're like, no, the people, we need people to sit. Everybody's falling over. I'm like, what? They're like, we just wanted to stay in there and put it on and enjoy the roller coaster. They're like, people are eating it. Because, <laughs> because you have to remember, chances are nearly 100% of the people that put on the VR at this conference have never put one on in their entire lives. This is brand new. So I put it on. I sat in the chair. I put it on. And I remember I was like drawing stuff and then I did the roller coaster piece. I was, I don't know, two minutes into the roller coaster. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. And I took it off. I started to feel sick. I went up to my hotel room and I had to lay down for like an hour. I was so embarrassed. I was so, I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. But I've gotten over and I've done a lot of VR since then. I've gotten a lot better. So whatever was happening to me in Phasma, I'll, I'll figure it out. But, yeah. uh, but I, yeah, you got to get into it, man. Cause there's so many, dude, there's a rock climbing game. This is crazy. A rock climbing game in VR that I've done. You, you got to do this. And as you do this, you're, you know, you're looking for the proper spots and you can see your, when your hand starts to quiver, that's basically the game's like, at this pace, you should chalk up and relax and you, you, you get yourself situated. Yeah, yeah, like you go stamina. back. Yeah, and you act like you're chalking up your hand. It kind of gets you your stamina back or whatever. But when you fall, anytime you go to like make it, because there's times you got to like do this and like leap to the next yeah. one and grab on. And they made it very real. They did a great job. And if when you fall or you slip or you mess up or whatever, you feel it. And wow. you shouldn't because you're not doing anything. You're just standing there. Yeah. But every time you fall, you're like, oh, like you feel it. And they do the screen. <laughs> the guy's myself falling over in real life. That's I know. I know. They, they have the guy do this like blood curdling death scream in your oh ear. It's gosh. terrible. But uh, it's very clever. So the games are coming, dude. And I've told yeah. I've talked about it before with the poker thing. There's it's got many more layers than just being physical or whatever. But I, I don't know, dude. I Games. I, I My thing is what is next? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it. I was just thinking that like to, to think back to, we started with talking about like things like Atari where it was like eight bit. I don't remember what it would have been. Yeah. Eight bit Atari. Yeah. Probably. You, you get like, yeah, it's just a dot and then more dots and that's it. <laughs> uh, to VR, you know, in these games with all these accessories and stuff like that, that kind of like curve of progress in the, in our lifetime so far, um, imagine what that curve is going to do in the next yes i mean we're talking from 80s to to 2023 20, now so 40 years we'll just say it's 40 years and that 40 years what's going to happen in the next 40 <sighs> to go from where vr is right now to oh, wherever it's going to be imagine that's, games. that's super exciting i'm i just hope that like okay so i just said 40 years right I, I hope I'm still playing video games when I'm 80. I hope I'm still yeah, I'll alive. Be in my, I'll be in my 80s. <laughs> I, I, I mean, okay. Number one, be alive. Number two, still enjoy playing that video games. Dark. Uh, <laughs> so I'll tell you what. If it is uh, 2063 and you're watching this podcast, hopefully I'm around. And, and well done, YouTube, for sticking around this long. Yeah, well done, too. Wait, they, maybe, maybe it's, it's probably not called YouTube anymore. It's probably called Z. Probably called us too. It's going to be called Z because well, that's what we're just moving to letters. Is that was for naming platforms now? It's apparently. it's just going to be it's going to be like what Prince did. It's going to be like a or Y, I guess would make more sense. Yeah, Y. It's going to Y or just it'll be the sound of a letter. It'll be like you know you know what I mean. Are you, have you gone? Mm, have you gone? Okay, yeah. But, have you gone on that mm, today? Mm, <laughs> I just sent you a. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to check out the new. There's a good one. Uh, right. Anyway, who knows? It's exciting to see. Uh, I, I'm like I said. I hope I'm I'm alive and well in 40 years, and I get to see it for myself. But man, video games—they've <sighs> they've they've changed our lives and continue to do so. I today. love I love them. I do. So. And I, I wanted this this conversation 
got me like amped up to just want to play games. Get play, your thing going. I know. I want to hook up the Nintendo yes. right now and just play, but we got another podcast. Couch to games. You, me, and Tango. Couch it's going to happen. Games. Okay. It's coming. We will make that happen. Keep your eye out. Uh, yep. uh, we'll let you know. Just this one. As long as you're following us on all the platforms, you'll Let's find keep out. playing games for the rest of our lives. That sounds good. Let's do it. Promise it. What kind of punches? That's such a pretty good punch. Do it again. Oh, that was that worse was than the first one. No, you cut in after the first one. Okay.